Welcome back to the Snack Walls Podcast. I'm Mike Roberts, your host, and we're here to talk about increasing and maintaining diversity in tech beyond the perks. While companies think they can lure people in with unlimited PTO and dogs in the office, we're here to talk about how you keep them. I want to throw it over to our special guest today. In a few sentences, can you tell us who you are and what is it that you do? Yes, my name is Aisha. I am a program manager. Uh, Currently, I'm an intern, but hoping to transition to full-time after graduation. I actually come from a very non-traditional background. I'm a fashion entrepreneur turned techie. Uh, I found tech quite by accident. I like to joke that tech found me. I was making websites and doing digital marketing for my startup indie bridal line and realized that I liked the computer work more than my creative work. Uh, So I transitioned by returning to school and I'm almost done with my bachelor's degree in software development. Those CS degrees, gotta love it. (laughs) So you've been out in this space for a little while out in the industry. I'm hearing from some leaders in tech that they're having a difficult time finding diverse talent. That's a challenge. What are your thoughts? My thoughts is are that that they're just not looking in the right places. Uh, there's lots of talent. There's a lot of talent that have skill sets that can easily translate. Um, there's a lot of talent that's interested but just doesn't know that the roles exist. Uh, they've just got to get to those people in non-traditional spaces. Right. So they got to reach out, right. And connect with people like that. So you're going the, like the non-traditional and traditional route. So you're going back and getting a CS degree. What do you think about the push to remove the requirement for CS degrees for some of the software engineering roles at these larger companies? I think it's wonderful. I mean, a, a CS degree is nice if you've got the time and the, the funds to try to do it. But if, if you don't and you're dedicated and you can follow a self-taught regimen or join groups and be an active, engaged learner, that holds the same value and same weight as a CS degree would, in my opinion. Yeah. And there's a lot of fabulous resources out there. Like I know the big Ivy League schools like like MIT and Harvard make a lot of their advanced CS courses available online for free. So it's like it's accessible for people that really want to get into it and are willing to dive. So so I like that. I like the idea that you just are measuring people based on what they, the skills they have versus the piece of paper. But yeah. there's nothing wrong with it. There's nothing wrong with the CS degree. <laughs> that said, do you think an apprenticeship pattern would work for tech roles? I think apprenticeships are awesome. They are the answer to so many talent shortages that we're facing. Um, really, I feel like technical interviews are skewed towards only being passable by a certain demographic. But if you were to put people on the job and watch them learn and grow day to day, you would see they can be as successful, if not more successful than traditional candidates. 100% agree. And this proof is in the pudding, right? Because if you hire them and you bring them in and they're not, then you just fire them, (laughs) right? So the, (laughs) the philosophy of like hire slow, fire fast, it applies. And so it's a great way to get a look at somebody and give them an opportunity to grow. Um, and I, I, I think, again, it should be more viable, but we'll see. I'm working on it. I'm doing a little little effort there, but, you know. Um, 
what advice would you share with a company that's looking to retain diverse staff? So let's say they've done a great job of attracting the diverse candidates. How do you keep them inside an organization? I think the key there is the culture has to not just be about words. It has to be about doing. So if you get a lot of diverse candidates in and then they're clearly not welcome, there's no infrastructure for them to thrive, you're probably going to see a mass exodus within months um, if you're not supporting them. So I think if a company is going to commit to doing the diversity initiatives, they've also got to build out internal infrastructure like employee resource groups, um, a culture of inclusiveness, training for the existing staff to welcome in these new diverse hires um, so that you don't have just two separate groups. Yeah, and I think the, the better you can make someone feel when they first come on board, the longer and more sustained they're willing to put up with, you know, some of the nonsense of a you know new job and new career. You If you immediately have this, like, instead of a honeymoon phase, you have this phase of just like, this is not what they sold or told me it was going to be like. I can imagine all they're thinking about is how do I eject as fast as possible? <laughs> Where is like my resumes are still out there. Let me just make sure I can kind of, you know, go follow up with some other. So, so that I think is a valid point is taking care of them and having some infrastructure in place. A lot of folks mentioned the employee resource group. So those, if you don't got them, it seems like, like that's the step one basics, like have a place to support and like have people network. So. Yes. What about um, what about who who is somebody like yourself that you like to acknowledge as a leader and should be someone invited on a podcast like this? Oh gosh, there's a lot of awesome content creators and people in the space right now. But hands down, um, there's a girl out of Los Angeles. Her name is Menda Noah. Uh, I'll okay. have to ping you the spelling because it's a Senegalese name. Okay. She goes by Cine Goddess on all of her social media tags, but she's awesome. She's a software engineer and she happens to be a beauty queen. Nice. <laughs> so really interesting twist. But, um, and she has a CS degree. So she comes from traditional background, but then um, being a person of color and being a woman, she really brings a awesome, unique perspective. Yeah. She's what we refer to as a unicorn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is awesome. Like anytime someone can bring like the combination of like black girl magic, technical skills, the chops is like, yo, I won a beauty contest. Back up. <laughs> so like all of those things, hitting all of those nails on the head is I think wonderful. So I'd love to have her on the show. I'll, she'll be on my radar now to see if I can rope her in and see if she'll come talk about her experience. Cause I think everybody's lived experience it provides new perspective. I've done a lot of these shows and every one, I'm just like, that's a, that's a new thing. I hadn't looked at it that way, or I hadn't really thought through from that angle. So I think it's important to have yeah. these conversations. So where can we find out more information about your company? Um, this great time to shamelessly promote anything that you're working on. So have at yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, recently I've started to write uh, articles on medium.com under the name girl loves tech. I also have an Instagram under the name of Girl Loves Tech. And you can always hit me up on Twitter at Aisha Loves Tech. Awesome. And we'll put all of those in the show notes so that people have links they can click to and they can make sure they get to those spots. So cool. most important question, and this is this is vital, the peeps need to know, 
What have you been snacking on lately? What's your favorite snack? Hands down, my favorite snack are these little candy bars called Little Secrets. They can only be found at Whole Foods on the outermost aisles, but trust me, it is worth digging around and finding them if you can. Little Secrets. Little secrets. And what is the what is the key? Is it like chocolate, dark chocolate, caramel? What what, what should we expect out of this secret? Or can you not oh, say? The gosh, secret? you know, there's over five or six varieties, but the best okay. one is the peanut and wafer flavor. And it's just got a little crunch. They're pretty okay. tiny, so you don't have to feel too bad about right. having that little secret. All right. Going to have to figure out where there's – I don't know. So in San Diego – I'm not sure where there's a close Whole Foods to where I am, but I'm mm-hmm. going to put it on the the short list of things that I'd like to see up here. Or is it like you got to be cold? So that's got to go like it's got to go in the fridge. Is it a cold uh, thing? It's not a cold thing, but right. I noticed they tend to hide them on the outer end cap aisles. I don't know why. If you go to Hillcrest, secret. I'm sure the Hillcrest <laughs> location has it. Okay. I can. I know where the Whole Foods is in Hillcrest, so I think I can make that happen. And Whole Foods has got some fancy stuff in there, so I do need to swing by. <laughs> it's not our regular spot. It's not our jam. So <laughs> I wish it was, though, because it is good stuff. Awesome. So, so we got a couple minutes left, so we could do one of a couple things. We could either wrap early, which is always okay. Um, you could ask me a question. Um, you could talk about something else that you're working on. What would you like to do? Uh, I'd love to give them a book recommendation. Nice. Okay, so there's a metaphorical snack. So what have you been snacking on there? <laughs> I've just recently picked up this book, uh, Swipe to Unlock, and it's produced from three really famous uh, product managers. One's at Microsoft, one's at Google, the last one, I want to say Facebook. And it's really good uh, business meets technology sort of book for people who are interested in entering the PM space within technology. Nice. I have a lot of people that ask me about that and ask if we do training or if we have programs for that. So it's on our radar, but I think it's like more like next year, like 2021, before we'll have yeah. all the right collaborations to make something like that a reality. But we're about to launch Scrum Masters and oh. uh, Data Engineers. So that is exciting. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh, that's really awesome. Those are coming soon. The fact that we can get people paid to learn data engineering, like, come on. That's awesome. It's amazing. Um, Cool. So thanks again, Aisha, for coming on the program. I really appreciate it. Thank you, Mike. The San Diego Code School is a proud sponsor of the Snackwalls podcast. The San Diego Code School is leading companies to tech equity. The Tech Enabled Apprenticeship Program is a venture whose heart is to do a lot of social good and do good work. You can help San Diego Code School secure funding for change by hiring developers, bringing a team in to relieve your backlog, or becoming a program sponsor. You can visit us on the web for more information at http colon forward slash forward slash sdcs.io. 